Hello, followers and friends. Welcome back to The Wolverine on both YouTube and in our podcast feed. I am Anthony Broom, here to take five quick questions as we move into the dog days of the offseason. But before we get started, please be sure to like the video below and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also access our non-written content over at The Wolverine podcast feed on Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. These questions came from The Fort, the Wolverine.com's premium message board. The Fort is a vibrant community and one of the most active message boards in college sports, if you're familiar with it. You can be part of that if you're not already for $1 for an entire year subscription. Info for that is, again, in the description below. Let's get on to the questions. Our first is from OME underscore 23, who asks, are we in wait and see how the season goes trajectory in recruiting? I say this fully expecting a great season and a ton of recruiting opportunities as the season goes on. Listen, I've said it before. The quickest way back to momentum for this program without pay for play, which is something that Michigan is not going to do. We've talked about that a ton as well, is winning games on the field. This program lost a lot of momentum with Jim Harbaugh's six-week flirtation with the NFL. And to be frank with you guys, I think it kind of shot itself in the foot. So mix that in with, inconsistent results with NIL. And really, to me, it's not hard to see why there are some struggles at the moment. Much like last year, I expect a contending season and the class to gradually build before it finishes with a bang in December. That is the hope anyways. All right, our next question comes from Avalon Blue Fan, who asked, outside of the quarterbacks, pick one player on each side of the ball that you will think will be the biggest key to a successful season and why. I'm going to give you more than one player on offense. In fact, I think I'm going with a position group here, and that's the offensive line. Uh, the offensive line, to me, completely set the tone for last year's emergence, and I think is going to be even better this year. Now, they lose Andrew Vistardis at center, but you're going to add an All-American caliber player and a Remington Award semifinalist in Olu Oluwatimi. I expect step forward from him. I expect a step forward from the interior guys like Zach Sinter, Trevor Keegan. And I think things will be steady on the outside with Ryan Hayes at left tackle coming back for a fifth year and most likely Trent A. Jones at right tackle. Carson Barnhart will still be in the mix there if he loses out on that job. He's probably your first offensive lineman off the bench. But I see this group as one that's going to set a tone again. And I think there's plenty of reason to think that they can be even better. On defense, much has been made about the loss of a pass rush with Aiden Hutchinson gone, David Ojabo gone. But I think Michigan has the goods from top to bottom to be a better overall defense. That said, I think they're going to need some star power. And I think Junior Colson, who is a sophomore, he will be playing linebacker this year, filling in for Josh Ross. I think he's in for a huge leap as a sophomore. Being in Ross's hip pocket last year, I think it's hugely beneficial. And I think Michigan can use him more as a versatile chess piece, especially in the pass rush. You're going to have to manufacture something a little more creative, a little more different than just having two first-round caliber guys saying, go get the quarterback. I have no issues calling my shot with Colson. I think he's going to wind up being a top-five player on this team. And honestly, he might even be somewhere in that top three before it's all said and done. LB3940 asks, does the coaching staff have a good bond, or is there still some tension with the NFL flirtation? I don't think that there is any question that there were some hurt feelings over the NFL flirtation uh, from Jim Harbaugh with the Minnesota Vikings. One of those situations played out very publicly and let's call a spade a spade here. In a lot of ways, it was super petty with offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis leaving the program for Miami. That said, I think that time heals all wounds there. I think that everyone's on the same page for the time being 
the staff does have a tight bond. I think that having these guys that have Michigan backgrounds helps with that. I think in a lot of ways, that was probably a big part of the secret formula for last season's turnaround. It wasn't just that they had Wolverine ties, though. It's that these guys were also extremely qualified to coach modern college football. I can't say the same about some of their predecessors. I really can't. Uh, coaching staff chemistry, to me, is not a concern, but we'll see what happens depending on the record on the field and what happens going into the offseason. If another NFL flirtation is to take place, I could see there being a lot more sour feelings than there were this offseason. Blue Monster over on the Fort weighed in to ask, which of the wider list of proposed new additions to the Big Ten could become an important rival for Michigan? Uh, and he he cites UC, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Stanford, Washington, etc. Now, this is something where, and I talked about this in a radio hit earlier this week, if you're going from 16 to 18, maybe you can narrow down the two schools that are a fit. If you're going from 16 to 20 or 22, and we're truly doing the super conference thing, anyone and everyone is on the table. So to me, any of the schools that Blue Monster lists, I think would be worthy peers and potential rivals to Michigan. We've already talked about the historical ties that Michigan has with both UCLA and USC. And to me, any any program that the Big Ten brings in that has a national pedigree, I think would make for a good matchup, given that it would put two name brands up against each other. And I know there are some polarizing opinions about Notre Dame, but to me, they're a no-brainer if you're seeking to build a super conference. It just is that way. We can expand on that in a further video. I think that Notre Dame would be a no-brainer. And I know there are differing opinions. We'll talk about that in a different video. Uh, to me, expansion is less about what makes sense and more about grabbing brands like there are monopoly properties, right? Like some folks may have the schools that fit the do not pass go, do not collect $200 category. But we are on what I keep saying is the speeding freight train to either two or three super conferences. Change is coming. There are still big swings on the table. This is an arms race going on nationally. I think that the Big Ten is in a pretty good spot, though. I am going to end on this one from QED QED, who says, in your opinion, are the recent challenges on the recruiting trail a factor or a topic in our locker room at the, at the moment? Is that something that would affect the team for the better or worse? There might be some NIL frustrations in the locker room. We've heard Hunter Dickinson on the basketball side of things talk about that. But you guys might actually be surprised how little recruiting comes up or matters to the players already in the building. Now, that's not to say they don't care. They do. And oftentimes those guys are used as tools to bring in prospects. But this is a talented group of guys that is actually doing fairly well for itself with with NIL. Can't talk today. Once they are on campus. And that's the key here. Once they are on campus. Michigan is not going to do pay for play. They're not going to give a five star $10 million before he's done anything. So the last tidbit, like I said, once they get on campus is the most important. Michigan is selling the transformational, not transactional message. I know that's been polarizing as well. But these guys that are on the team are not eating out of trash cans or begging for money on the street. Opportunities have started to materialize, and I think they will only grow as we navigate into the future. So I think their focus is solely on not only getting back to the Big Ten Championship, but getting back to the college football playoff and being a little more competitive than they were against Georgia last year. All right, that is going to do it for me here. I appreciate all the questions coming in from the Ford. As I said before, be sure to hit that thumbs up button below and subscribe to our channel for more content delivered right to your device. Thanks for watching, and we will talk to you again soon.